Hi, this is Mike Brissell, voice of Living with the Land and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your Grand Circle Tour of Tomorrowland with the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Ohana means family. Family and Mickey Dude Podcast means nobody gets left behind. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch, joined today by my magnificent co-host from the state of Connecticut, we have Pacinetti. Let's all remember, it really started with a boot. From Chicago, Illinois, we have Tim Sweska. I haven't drank in so long, I'm considering becoming a Mormon. Find out more in the next episode. Hmm. And I don't know, I don't know how to respond to that. And uh, <laughs> from Buffalo, New York, we have Chuck Fitzgerald. Besides, they're tourists. What are they now? And today we also have joining us a special guest, a personal friend of mine, coming to you from the Jersey Shore. We have Brian Block. Now more than ever, I would say there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Nice. <laughs> Very well said. Even though tomorrow is going to be filled with like killer, death-eating hornets, we already hornets. have we already have murder hornets. Yes. Yeah. Well, they're going to be at your house tomorrow. That's what I heard. It's going to freeze here tomorrow. I don't think they're going to (laughs) survive. You know, what else? I was going to say, I live around a bunch of blues fans, so I already know about things that are just nothing but jerks and harm the environment, okay? (laughs) Oh, you mean New England? Ah. (laughs) Ouch. All right, so we're going to get this train back on track by uh, asking Brian to uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your love for Disney, how long it's been, uh, and your... uh, enjoyment of Disney parks. Well, I guess uh, ever since I was a little kid, I loved Disney movies and Disney sing-alongs. Then we went to go to Disney World a few times, and I thought it was the coolest experience of my life. And in about 2013, I stumbled across Disney vlogs on YouTube and kind of got to bring that home every day and um, just get more and more excited to go back to the park every single day. Awesome. And who's your favorite uh, vlogger? Uh, the first I ever came across was the Tim Tracker. That was in 2013. I think I've watched at least an episode five days a week, if not seven. That would make our uh, our other host, uh, Jeff, very happy because he's personal friends with him. So awesome. That's so cool. Very cool. All right. So with that said, let's get into our topic. But before that, hey, Pat, what's in your cup tonight? Hey, Dave. Hey, well, we all know it's Joffrey's coffee, of course. So right now we can't be at the world. And that's a little that makes us sad. That really does. But that doesn't mean you can't relive your Disney memories from home. 
head over to joffreys.com to order some of those memories from the Disney Specialty Coffee Collection. Maybe it's that amazing meal you had at Victoria Alberts, or maybe it's that day at Animal Kingdom and you ended it at Tusker House, possibly Le Cellier and Epcot. All these memories are priceless. You can relive them every single day from the comfort of your own home by going over to joffreys.com and ordering some today. Patch, you'd be, you'd be drinking coffee at 8.30 at night. <laughs> well, as we were talking, guys, uh, you know, for the people that weren't part of the 23-minute conversation that started before the show even started, um, yeah, Joffrey's Coffee pretty much injected via IV into my veins about 12 hours a day. I'll be drinking it, and it's fine by me. Should I be drinking it right now? Probably not, but, no. eh, you know. No, actually, you should be. You know why? <laughs> because right. you're, I'll, be asleep. I'll be asleep. No, you should. <laughs> you are an online teacher now, which means you're on call all day at every, at every waking moment. Kids are texting us at 3 o'clock in the morning, as it happened to me, and everything, and people are, are expecting you to be on everybody's beck and call. So, yes, you should constantly have the uh, coffee because this whole idea of online teaching, we're not sleeping anymore. Yeah, that's a valid point, and Joffrey's is definitely helping with uh, my mood when it comes to t- teaching the kids and actually being livable at this house right now um, with, you know, three to four kids at a time and my wife. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not as much of a bear as long as I'm drinking my Joffrey's. No longer wheezy yet breezy stuck in the heezy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. For Pat, it's Joffrey's coffee for Sheezy. Oh, my God. That is... I I don't even know where to go with that one. Oh, I know where you can go because you're going to need a vacation. Speaking of being stuck in the house. Yeah, speaking of being stuck in the house, you know, thinking of things at home. uh, Any suggestions for a second home, Dave? Well, see, here's the funny thing. I, I was just talking to my wife and I brought this up a few shows ago maybe a month or two ago where I said I was going to sell my my DVC contract and so who who else are we going to call we're going to call dvcresalemarket.com and there's there's a reason now like legit I'm going to call Derek this week and I'm going to sell my bigger of the two contracts that I have at the poly why am I going to sell it because I'm going to sell it and actually take the money I make off of that contract and buy more points at Old Key West so right now it's it doesn't matter if you're buying or selling. You can contact DVCResaleMarket.com. You can go over to their website. You can find all their greatest, their all their listings, and you can get your, their FAQs. You can get every bit of information you're going to need on DVC. But right now, I'm looking at two contracts for Old Key West, 230 points each. You share February. One's at $98 a point. One's at $94 a point. Derek and or Marissa will be able to walk you straight through the process of, in my case, I'm going to be selling and buying but you might be just doing one or the other. They will treat you just like family. They're an amazing uh, group of people over there. Just tell them that we sent you, and they won't treat you any different. They're still going to treat you great whether you say it or not, so it doesn't make a difference. But head on over to dvcresalemarket.com if you're in the market for DVC. Excellent. And with that, gentlemen, let's play a little game tonight. So we're going to be debuting a brand new series called Disney Keep plus or dump and what we're going to be doing is we're going to be this whole month we're going to go to uh, each of the uh, four gates yes there are five gates uh, shut up chuck but uh, shut up we can right always, now there can, are many gates because you're not allowed in we uh, i drive on property every day so not into the gates 
I drive I drive into the Western Way gate. I drive into the Osceola gate. I drive into the... Isn't it Osceola? Whatever. I only work for them. Uh, you just... You, you just... Bust, you just busted you just busted my groove dude you know right right come into on. the middle of the train of come thought. on don't mess Beware with the, the groove, groove Chuck. Beware the, the groove. groove come on seriously <laughs> there are like, only four gates actually there are five Disney Springs is not a gate thank you no Disney Springs is a gate we do they have... charge for parking yeah no they don't all right they're not a gate they are a gate but they are a park they're a spring. I should re- I should really just uh, push the uh, disconnect button on you. Yes, what yes, you? you should. Oh wait, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> All right, well, we're right, actually going to edit this part out because it's going nowhere. But we're going to continue place. on. So we we are going to do is we are going to uh, take the four main gates. Yes, there are five, but uh, Chuck will get over it. And each week, each week this month, we're going to go to a different park and we're going to be playing this game. So we're going to start where it all started at the Magic Kingdom. So tonight, gentlemen, you are going to uh, pick an attraction that you're going to keep. You're going to leave it as is. You're going to take one attraction and you're going to plus it. Do an overlay, uh, change some things around it, but still keep the essence of that attraction. And one attraction, you're just going to get totally get out of the park, get, get rid of it, bulldoze it, level it to the ground and so that they can create something else in its place. Each one, we go around for each round. You tell us which attraction you're going to be picking and why. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. So, Mm -hmm. Pat, since you were supposed to originally host over here, you have the order of which way people are going. So, Pat, start us off with whichever whichever order you decided. What was the order, by the way? The order is going to be Chuck. Tim, Brian, Dave, and then me. All right. So Chuck's going first. Chuck, what would you keep at the Magic Kingdom and why? So this is actually not entirely the easiest. And as I was just thinking about my answers, they're all generally the same area. But the the one thing that I would probably keep um, more than anything is going to be you know what? I'm going to change it. It's going to be uh, a Splash Mountain. It is one of the best storytelling rides in the park. Um, it has something for everyone, and it does have that thrill aspect. And, and you know, the screams coming from it really draw people to it. So I really do feel that's one of the best rides in the park. And the one that, other than, you know, the occasional touch-up, doesn't really need to be changed. Perfect. Tim, what about you? I am keeping the Tomorrowland Transit Authority slash People Mover. Oh, you know what? That's a great thing because that was the other one I was going to do. Yeah. <laughs> hey, took mine, uh, big gorilla man. <laughs> I can change it if you want to talk about it. No, that. no, no. Let's no, all talk no, about fine. it, seeing that it was on all, all of our lists. I, yeah, um, great. We could, we could all talk about it. Absolutely. I, I personally think uh, you want uh, you want to keep something like that because you have a little personal hand of uh, of Walt still in the park. Uh, it's that it's it's just that uh, that throwback of what we thought the future would be in the past. Uh, you know the whole the year is nineteen eighty six thing. Uh, also, I mean, 
it cannot be understated that it is a great nap and a great place to just, you know, rest your eyes, rest your feet. Fantastic for that. But it just it's it's one of those things, uh, just a mainstay of very low maintenance of very, you know, very easy, just a rotating, you know, you're really not going to end up with uh, too much of a too much of a cue with it. Of nice, you know, just a nice rotating, uh, you know, rotating uh, tram where everyone's going to be able to enjoy it with little no weight. And it's one of those things where you can, you know, I rode it as a kid with, you know, with my dad and I don't have kids, but I've been able to see, you know, other generations now ride that when seeing when I was that age, obviously older, seeing it's it's a multi-generational thing where you can pass it along and just a very very simple thing easy to maintain nice to keep all right and i i'm gonna ju- let me jump in really quick you know one of the things that i don't think people really understand is that the rewrite ability of the tta is pretty pretty spectacular because it could be simply uh different times of day um that you see things fireworks non-fireworks Tron being built, uh, you know, all this kind of stuff. It just that simple stuff. But every time you go past what Epcot was going to be, you see different things or going through um, Space Stranger Spin and seeing the people, if the lights are on or off at Space Mountain. Like this ride, I think, has it all. And I think it's just one of those classics. Um, but I love the fact that, you know, like you said, Tim, the idea of, you know, the hand of Walt's still there in there in that ride. So, I, you know, I really think it's one of those, those quintessential Disney rides that I think if it's ever good, going to be replaced i may chain myself to the ride itself and thank goodness you know revive from joffrey's is right there i'll grab a coffee before i chain myself you're gonna need a couple of coffees um but just to even jump on that you you said it's what you can see on the ride with you know the model for progress city but it's what else you can see on the ride you can see people enjoying um, Tomorrowland Speedway, Main Street, USA. You could see yep. the construction from Tron. And, and then you have that, you know, the narration, even though it's changed a little bit throughout the years as, you know, Mickey Star Traders is no longer out of this world. Um, That's right. It, it's <laughs> Exactly. Um, it, it's fantastic. And how many other rides can you, I'd give it a 60% chance that you can ask to stay on and be able to stay on. Well, what I was going to say with it, too, is you also have, with, in terms of the rewritability, it's a perfect break from the rest of the day in terms of just cooling off. You know, you get a nice breeze on mm-hmm. it. It could be really hot in the Magic Kingdom that day. You're going through some air-conditioned parts, and when you're actually yep. out in the, in the elements, you're getting that nice breeze. Well, there's actually even better. As it gets closer to 3 o'clock in the afternoon... Or whatever time it's going to rain, if you make your way over to the uh, TTA, you're right. undercover while you're on the ride. And now a, a lot of people aren't going to be trying to get up there because you have to sometimes go out into the rain to get on it. They're going to be hiding underneath the tracks. So if you're already on it, you're in a pretty good situation to stay on it and wait out the 15-minute rainstorm. Brilliant. Wouldn't they stop it, though, for uh, lightning? I don't think so. It's undercover. But it's still outside. Is it outside? If it's undercover, do they stop the teacups? Yeah, I think they have to stop. I think they have to stop everything. That that seems like 
that seems like irresponsible uh, practices, and they're all one of their keys is safety. I think anything anything with us within seven miles of lightning, they have to they have to take everything down. Mm. And it and there can't be a strike for a certain amount of time or something like that. I wonder. I wonder if they have to stop that. That's a good question. I would be surprised if they didn't, honestly. But you, if you're waiting and you want to wait it out, you're still up there waiting it out under under cover. So something to yeah, think about. Maybe. It might be while the rain starts. They might just they have to cycle you out. So it might be one of those. All right, Brian. What about you? My brain immediately went to the people mover as well, so I will call an audible on that. Um, I just wanted to add on, piggyback on that real quick and just say, my favorite thing about the people mover is just watching people, I call it the people watcher, just watching people enjoy being there. It's a really good thing uh, about that. So uh, what I'll, I'll change my ride to Peter Pan's flight. Uh, I just feel like it's like a quintessential original dark ride that, you know, they added things into the queue in the last couple of years, but that ride is just perfect how it is. And it's something that even though I'm in my 30s now, I, I like to go on. Well, that's a wrong opinion. <laughs> I was just about to say, Chuck, do you have anything to say? Peter Pan's Flight. <laughs> yes, of course I have something to say about that. Peter Pan's Flight is entertaining. It is 45 seconds long, though, for a 120-minute guaranteed wait. The queue is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. You're 100% right about that. But the the payoff just isn't there, at least for me, 90% of the time, 98% of the time. I think, Dave, you and I and Heather may have walked onto it once really late on a trip, like 1130 at night late on a trip. Am I yes, this mistaken did happen, in that? Yes. Yeah, we, we walked onto it, and I very, very much enjoyed it. But if you're talking any other time of the day. Yeah, that's the problem because, well, I think it's because of how it's built. They can only move, I think it's 800 people in an hour as opposed to Space Mountain. They can do 2,000 in an hour. That's a terrible throughput. Yeah. I mean, you have roller coasters at other parks like Cedar Point that only can run one train at a time that'll put 1060 an hour through. What I love about this conversation is I can take this conversation and just uh, block it over, keep it, and then I can edit this out to make it sound like that uh, Chuck really loves Peter Pan's flight. <laughs> I might have to do that like one of these days when I have nothing to do. I'm going to save that, and I'm, we're going to put that out as a special episode. L listen to Chuck gush about Peter Pan's flight. Don't wait too long. All right, so with that... It's my turn, and I'm actually going to uh, keep a very uh, controversial one. I'm going to keep the Haunted Mansion the way it is. How is that controversial? Well, a lot of people will say that Disneyland does um, d does the uh, holiday overlay, and, you know, there are a lot of fans out there of The Nightmare Before Christmas, and I love The Nightmare Before Christmas, don't get me wrong. And, well, and a lot of people will say, hey, why don't they bring Haunted Mansion holiday over to... Um, Disney World, but um, I understand why they actually keep Haunted Mansion as it is, because there are some people that can only get there during the Christmas time, and they want to see it as they remember it, as they know it to be, so they want it to actually be the Haunted Mansion and not some holiday overlay, 
And the other the other thing is people will say stuff like, well, um, everywhere else has a hatbox ghost. There's room there's room right outside the attic to put the hatbox ghost where you have them where you have it in Disneyland. Why not just add a hatbox ghost? And I can kind of see that too and everything, but I kind of feel that since uh, Disneyland's was the original, having an extra character in it and all that way kind of makes it uh, kind of makes it special for Disneyland out there. So I'm okay with not having a hatbox ghost, and I enjoy the I enjoy the haunted mansion as is. It would be nice if they we added a hatbox ghost, but I don't think it it's needed. So. I just feel like let's let's just leave haunted mansion as it is, leave it a leave it a sacred ground, and just enjoy it for the pure joy that it is. It doesn't need any it doesn't need any plussing. I'm so with you on that. Awesome, I agree. Why? What? Why do you agree, Chuck? Or oh, well, I, I mean, you touched on basically every point there's nothing really that can be added and i'm kind of in the minority on this one i'm not really the world's biggest nightmare before christmas fan i mean i respect it for what it is but meh i would be less likely to repeat um nightmare before christmas haunted mansion than i would be the regular haunted (laughs) mansion on any given trip at any point in time yeah, I uh, see, I will. And, I, it's, and the funny thing is, the haunted mansion was actually on my was on my short list of getting rid of and dumping. So, I when it comes to rewritability of that ride, that for whatever reason, and I get it, you could see a thousand different things in different ways. I get it. For whatever reason, and I said this about a month or two ago as well. The haunted mansion does nothing for me. If I never ride it again, it's really not going to bother me. So, well, see, I you never know, do it's that. just kind of funny. Yeah. Wow. Because we would, I, I, I would have, if I'd known that, that all these years, we would have rode you like a government mule. I, I will say the one thing uh, I, I agree with Chuck. I am not uh, a Nightmare Before, Nightmare Before Christmas fan. Uh, it's very, very meh for me. Uh, but the one thing I will say is my trip out to Disneyland last fall. I really, really enjoyed uh, how well the theming was for the Nightmare Before Christmas uh, Haunted Mansion Disneyland. They did a very, very good job of that. And I mean, and me not really being a uh, Nightmare Before Christmas or an Elven fan, I was very impressed with it. It, uh, it a hell of a lot better than I expected. All right. Pat, what are you keeping? Uh, TTA. So that's why I jumped in on on what when Tim started it there. So can't add anything else now since uh, he had one. You want to come up with something else off your? Uh, off the top yeah, of I tell you, I thought I really did a nice job with, with saying what I did about Pat. The you have to pick something I, else. Up. <laughs> well, it's really not. That's not fun. I don't really want. All right, fine. I'll keep Jungle Cruise. Why? Uh, um. It, I here's the, when it comes to the jungle crew, it, but there's a caveat to this. As long as the skippers stay as obviously as people and not we don't get some recorded thing like they did over at the land, um, you know, then you know, I want the skippers and the kind of the corniness. And this was kind of again going back to Walt and Walt's great idea of getting live animals into parks. And obviously they can figure out how to do that and they have these animatronics and it's just corny and it's fun. Uh, and then you have the overlay of the jingle cruise i think it's just you know it's a really uh, i just i really enjoy the attraction 
But if you get a bad skipper, it's still it's like it's like pizza. Um, even bad pizzas actually halfway decent. Um, a bad skipper is still halfway decent. But if you get a really good skipper, it makes that ride amazing. Noted. All right, round two. We are going to plus some attractions. So we're going to keep the essence of the attraction, but we might add an overlay. We might add some uh, extra parts of the attraction, maybe expand tracks, whatever. Here we're just blue skying. So with that, round two. Chuck, what are you plussing? How are you plussing it and why? I am going to plus um, Space Mountain. Now, this can be uh, accomplished a number of different ways, whether that be an overlay like they have out at um, Disneyland or whether that be something a little bit different along the lines of what they do for the um, Mad Tea Party or the teacups rather during um, like hard ticketed parties where they do the, the special lighting package or like they did during Halloween where the, the Halloween parties, excuse me, where they had no lighting package and it was just in complete darkness. I really feel that that ride will change each different way that you plus it and it will make the experience that much different and or better every single time. Uh, just, uh, just an FYI, they also do it at Christmas time. They uh, they do a different lighting package inside it, uh, red and mm-hmm. red and green okay. lights to Trans Siberian Orchestra. Yeah, see anything like that? I, I mean, you can make that ride so many different things by a lighting package, by changing out the music, by making it nothing, like no lighting, no music, no sounds, no nothing, or doing it with the lights on. Or, alternatively... Oh, hey, 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 this is a hey, family show. <laughs> alternatively, uh, doing the uh, the Star Wars um, overlay. I mean, there's a lot of different things that you can keep changing mm-hmm. out on that on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis, on a ride-by-ride basis almost, um, because if it's just lights and music, um, it, it would really benefit that ride, I think, tremendously. What I've always wondered about that ride um, during the uh, Halloween parties, now that they have it in pitch black, I always wondered why they just didn't do the Ghost Galaxy like they do in Disneyland. Because I feel like if the ride is in the dark anyway, it's something that they can easily take down during the during the day for a regular guest, and then just mm. you know put up a couple of you know maybe blacklight some ghouls and goblins on the track or something during. I feel like it. I feel like it wouldn't be that much to like just quickly. Okay, let's just put this up, add these in, and you know, put some projections on the walls in that one hour. But when everything, you know, take the attraction down for that hour and just run on the catwalk or something. I don't know the logistics involved catwalk, in it, but it always yeah. seems. Yes, I I picked up on that. Well, that song was written for me. So. <laughs> Sorry. But also, that's right. When thinking about that song, let's go. Let's. The other person I think of is our next person on here. So, Tim, what are you doing? Well, uh, I am going to go to Peter Pan, and I am going to install a second track and a second room. Of, I'm going to double the attraction. Wait, questions. what? Do you mean by double capacity or double length? Double capacity. 
Okay, so um, I'm thinking uh, Toy Story Midway Mania type. Yes. What what they did there with their third track? Yes. Okay, very good then. Warren did that too. Yes. Yes. As you know, as as it's been pointed out, I mean, funny enough, if you log on to uh, the Disney Parks app right now. Uh, even with the park closed, it shows a 50-minute wait for Peter Pan's flight, which shows how ridiculous that damn thing is. Uh, I mean, and that's it's it's something that's it just it's almost as common, you know, common knowledge as you know, what you know. You, well, hell, it's probably the most common knowledge. There's really nothing to compare it to. Everybody knows Peter Pan is going to have a wait, no matter what time of day you go, no matter unless you hit it the first 10 minutes, unless you have a fast pass for it, which I, I can't help it as much as I love it, as much as as much as the nostalgia in it is is wonderful. It was the first ride I ever rode back in nineteen eighty two, the first visit. I still cannot waste a fast pass on that. I just can't. Uh, but that uh the capacity, double it, make it uh, you know, ease up the lines a little bit, maybe uh, you know, have that way you don't have to really waste a fast pass on it. If, if you really want to go for it, go for it, but expand it a little and, you know, give, give some folks a chance. Maybe somebody will finally take the chance and see, Oh, well it's only a 25 minute wait instead of a 60 minute wait. Let's uh, let's, let's give it a shot. Would you and add any other, maybe somebody falls it? in love with it. Would you add anything else into it or just keep it as is with just with second track? Uh, it, you know, honestly, I, I have to I have to keep it original because I know a lot of people who ride it for nostalgia's sake. Okay. Uh, it's 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 the same uh, it's the same as almost uh, like when I went out to Disneyland, had to ride Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Hadn't been on it since uh, it left Disney World, so I was glad to see it was just the same. And I completely forgot that Mr. Toad went to hell. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a quite a turn. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Drive, it, right? Yeah, I mean, it was like, holy, wow, holy Catholic guilt, Batman. I forgot about that part. <laughs> uh, but it was, uh, I mean, it just, it was nice to just relive something that, again, I, I got to ride when on my on my first trip to Disney World. Uh, you know, you want to keep it just for that. I mean, obviously, you know, someday, somewhere, I'm sure they're going to update the ride. I'm sure they're going to add some scenes. But a lot of people I know it has that nostalgia feel. I mean, uh, still has a special a special connection for me, has a lot of special connections for a lot of other people, which is why you see people that will wait 60 to 90 minutes to get on a boat and, you know, go through a very basic track ride with very basic scenes and very basic paint. Uh, but it's, it's, again, it's that nostalgia factor. It grabs you. So expanding that's going to give you more of a chance. I can totally see that. Excellent. Anybody have anything to add on Peter Pan's flight? Uh, he nailed it. Nope. All right. Brian, what are you plussing? All right. So I don't know why we do this and why this became a tradition, but every time my family and I go to Disney World, we go to Magic Kingdom on the first day, we walk straight through Tomorrowland, and we get on Carousel of Progress. It's just a nostalgia thing. It's just tradition. Um, so what I would do, because this year in October, we're going to we'll bring my nephew, who is two, it'll be his first time going. I want him to love that stuff the way I love it. So what I would do is I would keep the audio of Carousel of Progress, and I would put in the new fancy animatronics 
uh, and just give a younger generation a chance to enjoy it the way I always have. Would you make the last scene a little bit more current? Yeah, I think there's definitely something to that because it's supposed to be, you know, whatever. <laughs> and it's just kind of a, a cheesy version of the future. But yeah, I think maybe if you change some things in that last Christmas scene, um, it would end up making it a little more relatable. Okay. Anybody want to piggyback on that? I think, you know, I think it's actually, it's a really good idea. And I think it does need, um, you know, I think that's one of the ones obviously being carousel of progress being, you know, one of Walt's final things, you know, that he worked on the idea of keeping it nostalgic, but plusing it and at least updating it. At least that last scene, um, it is a really good idea. I still think it's hysterical when we go through it. And then all of a sudden you get to that last scene. They're like, Oh, the future. I'm like, Oh, we have that. We have that. We have that. I just get a kick out of that. So if they never change it, I'd still at least giggle at it. Well, I don't think that one's supposed to be the future. I think it's just supposed to be the present, present day. ish Which is now the past. I don't know. Right. They they talked, uh, they hit the nail right on the head yeah. with, you know, talking to electronics to turn on the Christmas tree yeah. lights and the oven and all Correct. that stuff. And that, exists that, was, now. that was definitely, the, yeah, that was definitely the future because they didn't have it when that was built. I still try to talk to my oven. It just it does it doesn't listen. <laughs> no, never mind. I'll leave that alone. Well, this is true. I wouldn't. Nope. I wouldn't go there, Pat. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave it be. But I, I, I do think if they uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. If they update it to like a real present day, John needs to be sitting in that chair without pants on, with Netflix on the TV, because he hasn't left the house <laughs> in six months. <laughs> Now the question is the brand new brand new animatronics. A lot of them don't have faces. They have those projection map faces. Would would they be projection mapped, Brian, or would they be more like your uh, your no, style of like the the shaman? Like, yeah, I just want just more human like movements and uh, and when they speak. But I want to keep it that kind of animatronic that it is. Okay, granted. So for me, I'm going to take a little bit of nostalgia for this one, and I'm going to go back to uh, 2012 when I got to live a summer in France, and I fell in love with Disneyland Paris. And I am going to plus Big Thunder Mountain because Big Thunder Mountain, after riding it in Paris, has been uh, completely ruined for me for the U.S. parks. Uh Big Thunder Mountain is like one of their uh, centerpiece uh, attractions, and uh, it's on its own island. You go un- you go under the water into this mine sh- shaft tunnel, and you come out on uh, essentially what would be Tom Sawyer Island, since but they don't have Tom Sawyer Island out there. They have just an island for the attraction, and it's a lot faster. There's a lot more hairpin turns, and it's just a really fun ride not that it's not a fun ride in the states but uh i think what i would try to do is i would try to add some epi- some uh elements of paris into this ride so what i would do is i would i would keep the original track i would make this a much longer ride because at the end when you're about to uh at some point well not at the end because at the end, you end you end in the town at some point within this uh 
within this ride, when you go into the mine, what you're going to do is you're going to go through this long, dark tunnel. And this dark tunnel is going to dip all the way down through the Magic Kingdom. It's going to go through the Utilidors. And it's going to come out on Tom Sawyer Island. And they're going to take the other half of Tom Sawyer Island and completely level it. And they're just going to put a whole nother set of, of mountains on that part of Big Thunder Mountain. And they're going to basically build the, the Parisian Big Thunder Mountain on... Uh, Tom Sawyer Island, you're going to go through that entire ride and you're going to dip back into another tunnel that comes out, uh, goes through Rivers of America, through the Utilidors, back onto the main track, and you're going to finish up in the town of Tumbleweed, like we do on like you do um, on the regular ride, and just make it longer and more thrilling. Mm. Like it. I, I agree. I have no complaints. Anybody else? All right, Pat, what you doing? Um, I this may be sacrilegious to many, and I know they kind of did stuff like this in Disneyland, but I'm gutting. It's a small world. Um, I'm taking every single last little freaky looking doll out, um, and we are we are going to IP overload, and we are just putting IP. Um, movies and characters and that's like each scene so you know if you have england you have mary poppins and peter pan an island scene with moana and lilo and stitch mexico coco and the three caballeros scandinavia countries frozen even the u.s you can do cars and route 66 you can do city scenes with the incredibles and maybe monsters incorporated uh, france x section you can do ratatouille like you were you know made me think of it when you said france dave um you know but kind of keep the style and I, like i said i know they've done some of this like over in disneyland but uh, um of the characters that they have and now little dolls and things of that nature um uh, but just yeah just ip overload it and do it that way instead i think um i think and the reason why i say this is my kids it's not even that the, the song's terrible to them anymore they just they don't enjoy it they don't have the nostalgia they don't have the the love for the original, you know, idea of where it came from. They're like, this ride's terrible. Throw a bunch of IPs in there, and now the kids want to go see it. And then, and when they're younger, they want to do it. And now they're going to build nostalgia with it. And as they get older, then then it's easier for everybody to ride that way. I love that's that. my answer, and I'm sticking to it. I love that. That's one of those ideas that when if they were to do that when they announce it. Everyone's going to freak out and yell, and then when it's done, they're going to go, oh, yeah, this is better. I think so. Like they did in Disneyland when they did that, but they kept the dolls. Yeah, but, but yeah, that's the thing. Like they, they kind of they just they kind of just did it a little bit slower mm -hmm. and like, subtle, like a, you know, like kind of peacefully. Yeah. Yeah. This exactly. is pure revolution. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm looking to kick the door down. Yeah, exactly. I like it. All right. And now for the most controversial of them all, we are going to get rid of an attraction. It's out of there. Why? Okay. We're starting off with Chuck. Uh, this really isn't that controversial, the Tomorrowland Speedway. Just takes up space, adds noise, adds smell of gasoline. It can be replaced with anything else. Anything else. You could put another Peter Pan there if you wanted to. 
But that, hey, I saw the overlay for Christmas time. It looked pretty cool, though. I'm just it saying. was fun. I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They could make the car. Not, 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 not enough to, for you to keep it? No. What if they, not, ma what if they made close. them electric cars? Nope. Okay. Nope, it can go. I got nothing. I, you know, I don't, I don't disagree with you. You know, it does take up a lot of space, and you know, the smell sucks. So. And the ride, it like it, it's enjoyable, but you can do that type of attraction at your Six Flags, at Cedar Fair Parks, at basically anywhere. It's not unique to Disney, and the theming isn't really there. It takes up a lot of space. It does. And that's all. Hmm. All right. Completely on Chuck's side. I already have the Dan Ryan Expressway. I don't need it, you know, in Disney World. All right. Well, with that, what are you getting rid of? <clears throat> all righty. Well, here's the controversial one, and I can't wait to hear all the screeching. <laughs> Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Throw that thing in the dumpster. Wow. It is nothing more than a, a gorgeous, absolutely fantastic queuing area that leads to one of the most disappointing, most crammed, tightly packed coasters you will ever get on in your life. It is like being given a Ferrari and being told you can only drive at 25 miles an hour. It is the most overrated, most overhyped. I mean, honestly, I mean, it's one of those, I feel like, hey, if you like In-N-Out Burger, you'll love Mine Train. Uh, it just... It makes zero sense to me other than if you are under 10 years old. It's just, it's not that great at all. I just, I mean, just re, uh, just, just a very, very quick, uh, quick story. We, uh, I, I, I throw in the Highland games and we love talking smack to each other. One of the guys kept on trying to find a handhold on a rock because, well, we throw rocks. And it took him almost five minutes to find a good handhold on the rock. Throws it out, you know, does, you know, puts it out there. Nothing. Absolutely one of the crappiest throws we'd seen all day. And one of the guys just lets out a, you made us wait for that? That's how I feel about the mine train. <laughs> Sorry. I hmm. do not think it has a redeeming quality. I do. It's, it would be perfect if it was in like in the like in in the kids area i mean like barnstormer and everything it's it's one of those perfect kitty rides but for the new fantasy land for everything they hyped it up uh, why why go why go all in on a queuing area like that why go all in on the theming when you're just gonna the coaster i love how that was and supposed to be uh, disney's answer to uh Diagon Alley. What? Yep, they came out the same. They year. they think they think that coaster is supposed to be. I mean, the new Fantasyland. Don't. I mean, it's a great place to go if you don't want shade and you want to overheat. Actually, that I might mean, have been Hogsmeade at some point. Then maybe. Uh, even. Well, all I know is again, just uh, well, it, a lot of uh, 
A lot of waiting for nothing. Remember, New Fantasyland opened before the Mind Train, so I think it might have been it might have been Diagon Alley the same year that they came out with, and like they were trying to like do them like within a month of each other and everything, and Disney could not compete with Universal at that time with that. All right, so I guess it's me. So, oh wait, no, Brian. All right. Um, I thought about this for a while because I really don't want to get rid of, I don't really want to change anything, like get rid of anything, but I guess if I had to pick one, I would just say I would get rid of Aladdin's magic carpets because to me it's basically Dumbo without the nostalgia. Fair point. I can't tell you the last one I ever even went on. Well, I guess I guess I got to come. I guess I got to go to the drawing board because that was my exact answer, a hundred percent exact answer. I am so sorry. That's funny. No, no, don't be. It's a great answer. It's probably the best answer I've heard all night. But you know, I'm just saying, now I got to find a new one. <laughs> Anybody else have anything? I mean, she's not wrong. Anybody else have anything to add no. on this one? No, he's a hundred percent right. All right. Well, so this one's for me. This is a no-brainer. I'm leveling Carousel of Progress. What? It's boring. It's long. And it's outdated. Wrong. It's gone. Wrong. That's it. This show is now over. This. Uh, so are you, but we keep you on the show. What the? Holy. I have never heard of a more wrong opinion in my life. Even if you don't like it, it's a 20-minute air-conditioned nap. Oh, my when God. When the air-conditioning actually works. Dave. And, and Tim thought he was going to have something. Oh. Jeez. No, no. Yeah, everyone <laughs> kind of let Tim go by the wayside. There is no, there yeah, is no controversy about this. I am one hundred percent right. Wrong. No. There okay. Is, right. No. There is um, just no. Wrong. There's there's no argument about it. How can you argue with this one? Seriously, it's well. Uh, it was wrong on pizza. Check this one out. <laughs> well, let's see who created. Oh, Walt Disney and the Sherman Brothers. Okay, so you know what though? This is no longer Walt's Park. This is Bob Iger's Park. Get. Well, it's got Walt's name on it. But still, that's Walt. Walt is so 1954. And besides, not for nothing, it's educational. I don't want to be educated on my vacation. I want mindless well, well, trips. Don't go on it. Take a nap inside of it. If you need the air conditioning and don't want to be educated, take a nap that's inside of it. That's what I do. It. It's the only thing that has any resemblance of any type of educational value in that park. Dave, when you edit this podcast, I need you to delete the part where you introduce me as a personal friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Brian's oh, coming wow. on more often. <laughs> you could have said the Swiss Family Treehouse. No, I would have been okay with Swiss that. Swiss Family Treehouse is a classic. Fine. That one must stay. Oh, whoa. Hey, wow. Wow. It's a classic. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's great. It gives you something. You get your. You Let's know, take the. You, you, you have your Fitbit on. You get your steps for the day on it. Yeah, no. Viva, Viva Treehouse. There's no one there. Love it. People can just stop and clog it up. I don't like it. Yeah, we had this conversation. Oh, I love it. I get rid of. Uh... I get rid of the mind train crickets. Dave, carousel of progress, angry nostalgic noises ensue. <laughs> It's not even a. Thanks, it's Dave. not even a carousel. Where's the horses? <clears throat> no? You know it's a carousel because it spins around in a circle, right? It's still, it's not. That's not a carousel. It is. So, do we move or do, does the stage move? 
We move. Okay. It's sort of like that Particle Man question. Is he a dot? Is he a speck? When he's underwater, does he get wet? Or does the water get him instead? The only reason that we know that we move is because we go out a different door than we come in. This is true. Yeah. Again, half the time it starts and I go to sleep. So I don't think I've actually spent... I don't think I've actually... I don't think I've actually been able to see an entire show of that since, like, my first time going to Disney, so... I'll say it needs some help. So I would have accepted it as the plus, and in fact, I did. It You can't get rid of it. It is the only thing left that Walt Disney himself had any sense of participation Let's in. Let's see. Pirates, It's a Small World, Peter Pan's Flight. Hmm. That was... Well, Peter Pan's Freak. Um, the, the, I, you're just so, so off. Well, there's a reason. Actually, no, there is a reason why we can't get rid of it. It holds up the track for the TTA. So I guess, I guess we can just gut it. Maybe, maybe put in like a Chiro stand or something in there. There's one right outside. I know it would be a perfect Buzz Lightyear meet and greet station. Also, right outside. Uh, you know the problem is you guys just you, the guy you guys just can't uh, appreciate true genius. Those are words. Yeah. All right. Well, Pat, what are you getting rid of? <clears throat> Dave. Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna now get rid of uh, the tea cups. I just hate them. I hate spinny rides like that. They drive me nuts. And really, it's what what purpose are they really serving? I, I don't know. I just just it's just a ride to me. And it may just be me, cranky old man, get off my lawn. Um, I just don't have fun in those rides anymore. I really never did, even as a kid. So it just holds no place to my in my heart whatsoever. So I would trash it and get rid of it tomorrow. Um, have you done it during any of the after hours parties? No, I cannot say. They they put on like these stage lighting and like a fog machine, and it, it actually adds a lot to the ride. Yeah, but does it still spin? Like like so like if you and I went on it, like are you going to spin it nine thousand miles an hour? Oh. Heck yeah. 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 See, then that's the part. I, it doesn't matter what you add to it. It's that part I hate. So if so, you wrote it on your own, you don't have to spin it. So yeah, I, I've done that. It's it's in and my kids are miserable. <laughs> that's why you get your own so I, teacup. Uh, so I let, yeah, so I let them do it on their own. Now I just wait outside and I wave at them and say, hi, guys. Yay, daddy loves you. That's about it. I actually thought about teacups for my get rid of because I was thinking that realistically they might get rid of it after this coronavirus thing is over because of everyone that has to touch it. Yeah. That's a good point. Hmm. I don't you know, know what people don't have to touch? Carousel of progress. That's right. <laughs> yeah, right. Social distancing as soon as you walk in, no problems whatsoever. I'm just saying. Yeah, because who really wants to ride it? No, I'm just saying. Yeah. Whatever, Dave. Debbie Downer. Yeah. You guys will get over it. All right. Well, Man. with that said, we have a special guest. So when we have a special guest on, um, most of the time when we remember to do it, we will. Uh, <laughs> 
pay tribute to the great Lightning McQueen with a segment we like to call the Piston Cup Challenge. Lightning McQueen is going to win the Piston Cup! All right, gentlemen. So, Brian, the way this works is we're going to ask you a series of rapid-fire questions. Give us your quick answer, and we move on. Don't elaborate. Just tell us what it is, and we move on. And let's see if you can get in before uh, we wave the checkered flag. And I'm going to floor my engine. Brian, favorite Disney attraction? Chuck, floor it. Favorite place in Disney Springs? Wine bar tour. Tim, floor it. Citrus swirl or Dole Whip? Think about this one. I actually have to say citrus swirl. Yeah! Ha ha! Pat, floor it. Sorry. Favorite Disney princess? Uh, Ariel. All right, I'm going to floor it now. And favorite Disney movie? Damn. Damn is not a movie. Uh, I was like, I didn't think that was a movie. Um, You're losing time. Pit stop coming. Come on, come on. Move, move, move. Give it, give it, give it, give it. Wow, I have no idea. Throw one. Okay. Chuck, floor it. Favorite park? Epcot. Tim. Good answer. Floor it. I, I, that was the last question. Sorry, I didn't know if you... There were two of them for you. Monorail oh, or boat. Monorail or boat. Oh, see, monorail or boat. Thank you. Damn it. Oh. Pat. Yes. Floor it. The they call is he, he going to make it? Is he going to make it? Floor it. Floor it. Is he going to make it? Pat, floor it. Favorite, favorite, favorite world showcase pavilion. Mexico. Did he make it? Did he get through? Pat, photo finish? He got through! Yeah. He's the awesome. winner. He is amazing. He's just like Lightning McQueen. Awesome. All right, guys. So this was uh, definitely a uh, great conversation. I'm right. You're all wrong when it comes to Yeah, it was great. Me. Right up until the point that you tried to get rid of uh, Carousel of Progress. Well, I, had to, I had to throw some type of uh, wrench in your... Um, in your game, you know, you guys weren't expecting that, so I wanted to see how that would how that would respond. And it, I have never heard something more wrong in my life. <laughs> yeah, well, think about it this way. Oh, oh, uh, I, I think he did. He followed it up with, uh, "This isn't Walt's Park; it's Bob Iger's." So yeah, yeah, he actually followed up a wrong statement with an even you know more wrong statement. I mean, he did a really good job of that. So. Just want to make sure we all remember that. That's all. Well, with that, let's go around and tell people where we can be found on the various interwebs. I'm at uh, Figments Reality on Twitter and on uh, Instagram. Brian, where are you? Uh, I'm on Instagram. Uh, Sugarfree B is my Instagram name. Excellent. Tim, where are you? You can find me on the Twitter machine at plain underscore Tim. You can also find me on the bookie face at Tim Schweska. And you can find me in my house for the 54th straight damn day. (laughs) Chuck, where are you? I'm right here. 
Thank you, Captain Obvious. Where good point. Are you on, where oh, are you on oh, 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 very good. Damn, I missed you, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am on the Twitter machine, at Chuck in the chat. All right, and Pat, where are you? Uh, on the Twitter machine, I'm at Daily Walt Disney, and you can find me on Facebook at Pat Genetti. Pat, where can we find uh, Mickey Dudes? Now you can find us all on the Mickey D- or all of us. At, wow. You can find us all on social media somewhere along that place, wherever that is. Um, at the Mickey Dudes uh, for Twitter and at the Mickey Dudes podcast on Instagram. All right. And for all of you, thank you for listening. And remember, it's a great big beautiful tomorrow. Until Dave gets his hands on. <laughs> How do you try to get rid of the Carousel of Progress? I just had a mess it's with you guys. It, was just, ever. It, it just worked. It just worked to my my advantage. All right, have a magical day, everybody. Made for a good show. Made for a good show, guys. So you get rid of you know seven dwarfs. Fine. Carousel of progress. Not yeah, okay. I know. Ridiculous. <laughs> I had to have my fun, and it was magical. Uh, gents, this was a good I, one tonight. This is a good one. Yeah, I had lots of fun, gentlemen. Always. A- oh. You've just listened to another exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon. Peter Pan's flight is entertaining. The cue is fantastic. The The payoff is there, at least for me, 90% of the time, 98% of the time. I think, Dave, you and I... And Heather may have walked onto it once really late on a trip, like 1130 at night, late on a trip. Am I? Yes. This mistaken did happen. In that? Yes. Yeah. We, we walked onto it and I very, very much enjoyed it.